0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price and Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your businesses. You know, we've been doing an ongoing series with my guest this segment, Scott Friedson. He's a longtime regular on the program. I really love his work. He is one of the leading authorities I have found when it comes to all things insurance adjuster, issues and problems people out there who have terrible things happen to their home they buy insurance to protect their home and they're utterly disappointed with the hassle and the results and uh, when they deal with their insurance company and so i really am a strong believer and have uh, seen too many horror stories when it's come to people who have tried to deal with insurance companies without someone like scott in their corner so love to spend my time with scott I am Kevin Price. You are listening to the Price of Business, and uh, at the end of the segment, he'll wrap it up with more information about how you can learn more about him. Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I am your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And Let me, let me tell you, there's a lot of things on our plate these days, particularly with all the bizarre things that seem to be happening, weather, and uh, really other disaster-wise, and one of the people we have that is a recurring guest that specializes in this area, and I always get positive feedback when he is on the program, is Scott Friedson. And, uh, Scott, uh, as, as we already introduced you, but, you know, just wanted to say again how much we enjoy having you. got such a huge response recently because everything from watching uh, the news to seeing things happen in one's own neighborhood Uh, they're they're seeing disaster, and they they of you in a good way, because you're a disaster mitigator. Welcome, as always, on the show.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Kevin. It's great to be here, as always. Appreciate it.
0: We're going to focus on commercial fires, which, you know, it's funny. I've been noticing this is a more common problem, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, a lot of times you can have it caused by things like lightning, going back to those weather phenomenon that we see so often, Um, Sometimes I wonder just about the age of a lot of the homes. I mean, there seems to be a lot of factors going on. Uh, Talk a little bit about that real quick, and then let's get into the vetting, if you will, of a potential adjuster to help people with these problems.
1: Yeah, great. Great question. Definitely timely. We are in uh, what we call fire season, which is typically in the drier, colder months of the year. Um, but it can happen at any time. Like you said, it could be lightning or an explosion. Um, we had a fire not too long ago where it was just a bunch of uh, grease rags uh, that combusted. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of different factors that uh, folks need to be aware of when they have a commercial fire claim. Um, you know, it's bad enough uh, when a fire happens. The first thing we always wanted to make sure is no one got hurt. Um and then the the mitigation process that ensues thereafter can be quite complex and it's very timely. Um, a lot of policyholders seem to think that it's up to the insurance company to tell them what to do and although they should be assisting um, the burden really does fall on the policyholder and they can find themselves in a very chaotic environment. There's a lot of water restoration mitigation companies that may come. To the scene, even while it 's still burning, uh, we don't like these kind of uh activities, but unfortunately, it is a nature of the of the beast and a policyholder can find themselves being completely bombarded by lots of different information from different areas, everything from you know, just trying to get a handle on what what's the range of the cost going to be for the mitigation work, references, what does the contract look like, is there an arbitration clause in there, are you basically handing over an open checkbook to some vendor contractor to do the dryout. It's very important that you work with reputable contractors, and it's also very important that things are mitigated timely because policyholders do have a... Obligation, contractual obligation, to mitigate damages. So you've got things like water, smoke, asbestos, mold potential. All of these things have to be mitigated very timely, and it's it's hard for a policyholder to know who to turn to and who to trust. And so, you know, this is what we do. We we've got resources and relationships. Uh, been in the business for over 15 years. We know a lot of the bad actors, we know a lot of the good actors, and uh, just that information alone can save a policyholder a tremendous amount of time and, and uh, mitigate a lot of risks that can be associated with a mishandled fire claim.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that really like, struck me as interesting, uh, you brought up in, in previous episodes, is this idea that ah, it wasn't that big of a damage or something else comes up i 'll try to tag it onto that reality is they 're pretty smart <laughs> i mean they're, they're very good at, at protecting your money and uh, and frankly, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their investors to do so um, i don 't want to just discourage them. But when you do that kind of thing, and they figure out that you have already had that for quite some time, and you're trying to add that to something that was time limited, you're really creating a mess. And you're creating an environment where it's difficult to get anything done. You've got to really know the rules. And the people you're dealing with, who really they're, they're at least your competitors, if not your opponents, I, I would almost say they're your adversaries to a certain extent, your insurance company, they know the rules up and down. And they're hoping you don't get anybody in their quarter that knows those rules. That's why you know what you do is so important. Yeah,
1: thanks. It's it, it, it's 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 sad because not all insurance companies are awful, but unfortunately, the business model does have a built-in inherent conflict of interest. You know, who is more important? Where do we set our priorities? The policyholder or the shareholders? You know, um, you could be dealing with adjusters who could be up for promotion. And the promotion may be linked to what their claim payout is, what the ratio is, the length of time and things of that nature. And, you know, policyholders don't have any idea what they're up against. Um, And so it it is really important. We You know, we had a a, a church claim uh, not too long ago where the carrier had not set foot on the property. It had been eight days. And, you know, microbial growth, also known as mold, uh can, can we we know that it can start within three days seventy two hours in the right environment, which is you know uh dark and no air circulation and moisture um it's just the environment is conducive to for mold growth, and most policies have specific exclusions to mold and it's it's interesting because there's there's a lot of ambiguity. Um, There's a lot of gray in the insurance claim industry, and if you don't know how to assert an argument or to assert a position or how to compel an insurance company to perform timely so that you can manage your liabilities while – because that's what they do all day. They just manage liability. But, you know, suddenly, as a policyholder, you know, you may own a multimillion-dollar commercial building and find yourself, you know – in a completely unknown space trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Meanwhile, you're surrounded by vendors who are not licensed. Uh, They may have some certifications for water and mold and smoke and things of that nature, but there there really is a uh a method to the madness. There's rules of the road. You gotta have a hygienist to follow a protocol for proper like for example, asbestos uh remediation or for or I'm sorry, asbestos abatement or for mold remediation. Um and a lot of people think, well, you know, my property's not not that old. Um but you'd be surprised. There there are sheetrock materials, there there's all kinds of materials that contain asbestos and as long as they're not disturbed, it's fine. But when the fire department comes and they start hacking into walls and roofs, that is that those materials um are can be disturbed and they can be airborne. And it's not like an elective thing where, well, I just don't want to, you know, abate the asbestos. It's it's required by law. It's 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 a health hazard. So you gotta be real, real careful. And then again, like I mentioned earlier about this, you know, church claim where you know eight days later they still haven't come out. Typically, a, a insurance company should be out there within, I'd say, average three days or less. They usually are very quick. Um, and then if they don't come in in time, then there are arguments and things that we assert where we shift the liability
0: back onto the insurance company for failing to perform. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, very important. And again, so much stuff. So, so people try to do things under cheap. Oh, we'll just figure it out. I don't want to give money to a third party, uh, you know, even though the third party actually knows how to do appropriate estimates, and they don't. They have no idea. Uh, you know, there's there's a, a penny wise, dollar foolish. I think for me, uh, not getting adequate representations, important quality representation on insurance claims, that is the epitome of penny wise, yeah. dollar, dollar foolish. Final thoughts as we wrap it up.
1: Well, the, you know, the, when you're looking for someone to assist you, you know, and you, you nailed it, don't be uh, penny wise and pound foolish. You know, let's make sure you ask questions. I don't care who it's to. Ask questions of the, the the mitigation company, your insurance company. If you're considering a public adjuster, ask them for references. Ask to see copies of their contracts. Ask to see uh, their, their accreditations. Um, you know, you, you just can't be too careful, especially when you've got, assets that you've built a lifetime to acquire.
0: No no question about it. Always love having Scott Breeson on the show. He's both a personal favorite, a show favorite, and, I, you know, he's one of those ones we get feedback on, which I love feedback. Yeah, I know people are busy out there, but we love to hear uh, the, uh, when, when our guests are uh, speaking in a way that matters, and him being a recurring one is phenomenal. Uh, Scott, we, your, your website one more time as we wrap it up.
1: Yeah, uh, I was going to say we love feedback too, and if anybody has questions, we're happy to review policies and claim documents. And you know, hey, if there's something there, we'll tell you. If there's nothing there, we'll tell you. Uh, the website's insuranceclaimrecoverysupport.com. dot com. Again, it's insuranceclaimrecoverysupport.com. dot com. We're licensed public adjusters.
0: All right. Very good. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have more for you. I do you want to mention that uh, this interview, of course, will be at priceofbusiness.com. Also, there will be these questions that I think are crucial. Everyone needs to be uh, have these at hand because we don't plan accidents. You, you got, the you, top, you, got you,
1: you got the top ten questions to ask a public adjuster that's going to be posted?
0: Yeah. No, we will. Perfect. They will be posted. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Fantastic. So right. very good.
0: go to priceofbusiness.com. I am Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.